They used 91 players this year. 91. 91. You start training camp with 90. As Coach Mack said, maybe we should just they should have just let us roll with those 90. <laughs> You'd still need to pick up one. Was that I mean, all? Unbelievable <laughs> job by Mike Variable, those coaches, the players, everybody that had to step up. I mean, it took it took everybody to get to this point. Now, the reality of the situation is everybody's zero and zero. But they've earned that extra week. They earned the extra week for the King. They earned the extra week for some other players that have been dealing with some stuff. You had a couple of DBs go down in the second half of that game. And now you get to watch everybody scramble this weekend, playing for their lives. Show enough. And then, you know what? Then you're one win away from Nashville hosting an AFC championship game. Let's go. Brent Doherty. Don Davenport, Don, what's up? Happy Victory Monday, guys. Victory Monday. Not going to lie. I was a little worried at one point that Victory Monday might elude us. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's here. Titans led 21-18. They had given up 18 consecutive points. Titans had run 11 plays for 16 yards in the second half. They're confronted with a third and five with 10-22 left. Tannehill gets hit in the backfield, escapes Jacob Martin's grasp runs into Lawan, who immediately starts sprinting up the field. I'm like, don't go too far, big man. Don't need an illegal man downfield. And then Tannehill hits Nick Westbrook Aquina for 36 yards. By the way, we have Nick Westbrook Aquina on the show at four o'clock. You know who what? else we have on the show? That guy right there, Ron Slay. Let's go, hey, people! I'm in the build. Best believe I'm in the field. Gotta be ready. I'm in the field. Kai ain't got no rules. I'm for the show. Mm. Best believe. It's different today, doesn't it? Yeah. Don said she was nervous. You know what I was? What? Pissed. (laughs) Why were you pissed, man? That they were in that situation. Yeah. That you had the 21 0 lead and you let this awful crap team fight their way back in. But guess what, though? Being around sports, as long as you've been, been around sports, doesn't it always happen like Seems this? Seems to. It always happens like Buddy this. Buddy of mine uh, texts me and goes, Vols and Titans always do this. It, it, it's every time, man. <laughs> like, dude, I mean. Every fan base says that about yeah, their team. What are the Colts <laughs> fans saying today? You. Oh. What Ooh. are the Colts we fans saying? We got to check on their mental health debacle. right now because it's it cannot be good. Couldn't ha- happen to a better bunch. Um, so where were <laughs> so where were you first shot throw? Like the Jags. We're just talking about sports people. The fun. Jags still the Jags. have not lost Listen, to the Colts. It, They're at home. Seven straight that's, wins. That's 2014. Seven consecutive wins. Plus, you're playing to get in the playoffs. This is the first time this has ever happened that a team has lost. To a two and fourteen team, mm-hmm. whose title sponsor wanted to pull on the last game because Jags fans were dressing as clowns. So you had a two and fourteen team, a, the main sponsor wanted to pull, and a clown show in the stands. First time with NFL team, ever. an interim coach, yeah, with an and interim a rookie coach. quarterback, and a rookie quarterback who looked mm. great. Yeah, he did look really good. good. I'm I'm happy for but, him. He but, needed that. You know, I mean. The Colts, they have the most Pro Bowl players, right? Yeah. Like, they had a coach up for Coach of the Year. Yeah. The MVP at running back. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about all that. Man, listen, I think man. the Jags did, too. All you got to do is when you drive by the car lot and you see the cars parked slanted, 
That means it really ain't what's, what's really happening right there, people. I'm telling you right now. Music City Autoplex told me that. But Mind I'm just games, saying, come on, like... man. What you see, man, it's like looking it's at Jurassic Park. Come on, Babs. Come on, talk to uh. me. One thing we know, though, the thing we know, and I mean we know it. You know what we know, Mel? What we know? <laughs> you knew that was Crying out on roof. I mean, By the way, anybody got any tickets for next weekend? Hey, man. I, okay, cut it, cut it, though, huh? Guess what, though, Mel? Babs, guess what? What? There's a challenge on the table. It's a challenge on the table. Everybody was up in arms when a boy up at, um, a boy, a guy up there in New York with the Giants mm-hmm. said inconsistent. No, he was silly. Inconsistent <laughs> fan base. You're out of breath. I am. Inconsistent Logan fan Ryan. base. Logan, Logan Ryan. Ryan. Yep. Oh, yeah. Inconsistent fan base. Mm-hmm. Here's your opportunity, Titans fans. I'll tell you this. I went back and watched the game today. I saw, like, nothing but Titans fans in that place. That in place Houston. Yeah. Did you see pregame because Titans fans showed up early? I mean, that was like a – it, it looked like a home crowd. That looked good. Show me what it looked like in Nissan Stadium, though, if it's all blue. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh! <laughs> hey, 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 Slay. Okay, so we got we got two weeks. Okay, <laughs> man, we be in the city. Woo! Hey. And all the things we be. Hey. hey, we're gonna enjoy these two weeks. Oh, what? Leading up to this, hey man, listen, Titans, y'all get rest. Y'all don't do nothing. Y'all get off your feet, get rehab, get therapy, do whatever you got to do. Like, like Vrabel said, it ought to be a, a reservation list to get in there to the rehab, to the training facility. Get your therapy. Because, boy, woo! They said the winner's coming. Ooh, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22. Right, B, put that, put that in a mix. 22, 22, 22, 22. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. No more. Rip is in the other studio listening to us. 22, 22, 22. That's all. We don't want to say nothing else. Winter is coming. I don't even know what's up. Slay doesn't know that yeah, song. I, I, he, he never watched Game of Thrones. I, oh, that's I what that is. I didn't. Well, I sporadically watched. Like I, I the first dope. episode I saw was even the Red if you Wedding. don't watch it, you know this is the theme song. For I just it. know like, that means something. Derrick <laughs> Henry. So, that's uh, yeah. Guess what, though, Babs? What? I don't know that, but what do I do know, huh? I do know that the car ain't got no roof. Whoa! Car ain't got no roof. Twitter, hey, Facebook you. Live, YouTube, and Twitter. Hey, Twitch, please. Jerry says lock the door in all caps. Mm-hmm. Man, don't lock. Don't lock. I ain't even got no. Jonathan says let's go slay. Not Kevo says let's effing go. Yeah, don't oh, let's go hey. me. Let's go Titans. I ain't going nowhere. Titans ain't either. You know why? <laughs> they got a number one seed. Does that second half make you nervous a little bit? Yeah. 
<laughs> so, not to dwell, <laughs> yeah. but what? Are we, we being real? Yeah, are we being real? <laughs> what part of it makes you the most oh, nervous? Man. What what we saw defensively? Um, that's the that's the first time we have we have seen the defense go out there and and look lost. And personally, that's why I'm cool with it. And I'm okay wild. with that with the defense because they know what to do. They know okay we've seen it? we've seen them when it's time to get a stop. We've seen it week after week after week. When it's on the line, they know how to go out and get a stop. What I was happy to see was the offense pick it up when it was a lull in the game. Like that's what we've been missing. Like don't don't compound it by them making a comeback, we getting stagnant, and then Tannehill throw a pick. Like Tannehill with his weapons, what we've been saying with his weapons. Can he carry you across that home? Answer, yes. And so, now a little bit of luck, and that's what it's about going to the playoffs. Lucks, breaks, all of that. All that has to come into it. You got it. Tannehill was sporadic to me. Yeah. During was he that when I mean, he needed to be there? Certain, yes, but there yeah. were Especially certain on one particular throws. Play. Yeah. There were certain throws where you got to like, hit. Come on. Come hit. on, you got to hit that ball. Yeah, and Babs mentioned this in our text strand. I went I back did, and watched. I did, and I'm, I felt like the wet blanket. Like, you guys were like, well, that no, play, No, I didn't though. comment because I hadn't watched the game again yet. I'm hot. So I went back and watched it again, and, and he looked uneasy early. Um, I, I'm so, not crazy, right? No, like, no, it's no, a no, fair no. And so they called, concern. if you remember, they called the play fake boot where he hit Swain. When you're an OC and you think your quarterback's a little uneasy, you call plays like that. Right. So you can get him into a rhythm and things like that. So right off of that, he makes the great throw on third down across the middle to NWI, Mm -hmm. Nick Westbrook-Akina, who will be on the show with us uh, at 4 o'clock. And that was a great throw. But then he was late on an out route that Julio Jones had to dive going out of bounds on where he could have turned it up the field if it's on I also see that that exact one over and over in my head. Yep. And then the – and then later on that drive, maybe the very next play, he was behind Racing McMath, and it was incomplete. But then he had a great throw to Ferkshire down the middle for 17 yards. Streaky. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. He almost threw an interception because he did what we've talked about all year where he doesn't really scan the route, meaning he's watching the route, and so he'll throw to the route, but there's a guy standing there that mm-hmm. he hasn't seen yet. That's happened – Several different times this year, there was a safety that popped up on that. Uh, Terrence Brooks almost intercepted it, uh, but you know, then he makes the play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and if Save he doesn't, game. if he doesn't make that play, they might lose. Mm-hmm. You, I, I mean, spot on. But like we were talking about in the beginning, do, playing sports, does it come a time when you're right there at the regular season, you know you've clinched, and then you went out there and you set the tone? They say, "Come out, hit him in the mouth." The Titans hit him in the mouth. Going into halftime, do you think at one one moment the defense was like, man, we got there. They finna fold. Because they supposed to fold. Houston ain't playing for nothing. Right. That They're should, supposed to fold. That should never happen. But last game of the season. Yeah. I, I mean, Coach Vrabel said the team was asleep coming out of the locker room. We had to wake them up. There you go. I would have been asleep, in the, too. In the third quarter. Was it just, uh, oh, we're we're good? I yeah, mean, we, was that the thought? Like, they, oh, this is easy. We're I'm good. Babs, you ever stepped on a roach and then you turn? Yeah. This might be a bad analogy. Okay. That's a no. 
Based on that look. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this like a big crunch? Uh, a big roach where you hear like the crunch? Yeah, you hear yeah. the crunch, but then you you walk away and you go like to pick up a napkin or a broom or something to, to sweep it, it up, up, and then you come back and it's gone. Oh, jeez. Like you know the roach dead, but where'd he go? Now you come back in there and he done brought two, three more buddies out with him. Is Davis Mills the roach? Come on, man. Brandon Cook's one of the roaches. Is, is this like cutting a chicken's head off and it's still running around? Oh. Leave the lights off. Can we take a break? <laughs> okay. I, Jeez. That whole chicken thing is phenomenal. See, uh, I, was, I stay with break. the roaches back. We're breaking. We're not talking about this. All right. Uh, your phone calls. Your reaction when we come back. Three HL 1045. Three HL one zero four five is on. What about the game last night? So my kids were convinced that the fix was in that it was going to be a tie, and so I let my middle kid stay up and watch the game with me and stuff. And, and when it went to overtime, he goes, "See, Dad, I told you." Good choice. <laughs> so then they get into it, swap it was field goals, gonna go into a tie. It was. <laughs> Then the Chargers coach got in the way. Then the then the the Chargers coach decided to coach. Don't coach. Just stay out the way. The guys got it. What do we always say? Where's the common sense? <laughs> you gotta have Where, it. I mean, so it's missing sometimes. The Raiders were clearly content with taking the tie and going to the playoffs that way mm-hmm. because they didn't want to make a mistake, right? Yep. So they had run the ball into the line a couple of times, and they had waited to snap the ball until it was late in the play clock. Yeah. And so then with 38 seconds left, the Chargers call timeout. Brandon Staley, what are you doing? What are you doing? The Raiders were lined up in the shotgun again. They were going to run the ball into the line again and then just walk off the field. Yes. And you're in the playoffs. You're right there. Both of you. Both. And so he said that he called the timeout because at that point it's under 40. So when they run the ball, if they don't get the first down, we it has his, to go to zeros. We have his why he let, called let, the timeout. Let, let's Seriously. hear the why. I mean, let's it's short. Yeah, they're going to run the ball. Sounds good. It's wrong. Here is... They're Emmanuel Acho, right, who went through the play where he describes the formation and says that he took a linebacker out to put a safety in. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Mm-mm. Here's Danny get the picture. So here, here's the other part of this. So they're at the 39-yard line. So that's a 57-yard field goal attempt. They're not kicking it. No. They're not going to kick that because you have to kick that long of a field goal lower. Yeah. So then you bring a blocked field goal into the mix, yeah. return that for a touchdown, and don't go to the playoffs and they see really what happens. Sick. Yeah. Um, In Vegas. Right, because you can you can sit there and say, oh, well, they might as well try it. Because it doesn't matter if they make it or not. No, all those other variables of what can yeah. go wrong in yep. within that is mm-hmm. why they wouldn't just try it to try it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been in some arguments with people about this um, today. And, and so I, I contacted an NFL coach that I know um, that's in the league and watched the, the last game, just like everybody else did, the last of the game, and said, 
there was no way they were trying to kick a field goal or do anything. They were just trying to get out of there. Well, we could they didn't see want to make a mistake. They were ta- they were because, taking the tie, right? And we could see it as viewers because mm-hmm. we were re- they were reading lips of coaches and players and whatever. And well, then, then Carr said afterwards, "We changed our strategy." <clears throat> yep, because they called the timeout. Mm-hmm. That gave us a chance to talk about it. Really bizarre. And so they went into the power run game. They they went backside play too, just on the off chance that the Chargers mess it up. And don't fill the gaps, which they didn't. Remember uh, Friday, we okay. us, um, we were talking about gut. Mm-hmm. So Mark Mariani was on. I was like, man, how how would how do you think it feels to be able to play with a guy, play for a guy, talking about Vrabel, who some the majority of the time coaches with his gut and doesn't really look at the analytics like that and look for everything. You got to know the feel of the game. And then we also played Dan Pease when he was talking about, man, the analytics don't show time, What's the elements? Yep. What is yeah. it? Forty-two to forty, whatever or it is. Or nine to six. Yeah, like dude, sometimes you go with your gut. Lane Kiffin is adamant about that. He's mm-hmm. like, he is big into analytics nowadays, yeah. right? Especially offensively. Well, this is what the numbers say, but he said you have to coach with gut. You yeah. have to take into account the atmosphere, the fan base, mm-hmm. the uh, emotion. Yeah. The all of that plays in, and analytics and data doesn't give you that. Right. And as wild as it may have seen throughout the game, and everybody tweeting and everything, us on the text thread, like, man, do you do you understand what could happen if it got to overtime? Dude, I'm like, oh, it's there. It's playing it's out before end in our eyes. Tie. Timeout. No, it's not. Just let it play. Just let it play, man. Don't be too great. Keep your powder dry. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> Where's man. the shirt? Come on, man. Hey, yeah. I will say this. This was a common conversation, and this will circle us back around to the Tannehill conversation mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, Justin Herbert, I mean, some of those throws, geez. Those lasers, yeah. that guy. That guy. But it's Ooh. funny because, like, on that last <laughs> drive, they go 19 plays or whatever to tie the game. Mm-hmm. And – He'll throw incomplete, 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 and then fourth down and ten. This happened twice. Yeah. Fourth down and ten. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dang, dude. Oh, Can the you do numbers. that before fourth yeah. and ten? <laughs> he just went two but for yeah. eight in those eight passes. Stuck yeah. on uh, but Some of those throws, though, I'm like, that. there's a whole lot of quarterbacks in the league that can't make that throw. It's Mariota's backup in Oregon. 615-737-1045. Oh, the irony. Just saying. Uh, Jake and Brentwood. Jake, what's up, man? How are you? What up, Jake? I'm doing good, guys. What you doing? Hell yeah, we're great, bro. All right. So, first of all, I want to thank my mother-in-law. I was at Christmas time. I said, hey, Mom. I said, what's this right here? She goes, that's a foam rubber brick. I said, where's that come from? She said, you throw that at the TV. I said, for real? She said, yeah, it's something from the 80s. I said, cool. <laughs> I said, you have she said, you take it. I said, cool, all right. So I I, I took this foam rubber brick, and, and I chunked that SOB at the TV when they were three, when they, in the second quarter. It was like they couldn't freaking, like, make a first down, and they went for a bomb for Julio, and it was like 30, 32. I was like, boy, I said, hmm, my Samsung took a beating. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you guys, give me your, for real, give me your well, your, your thoughts on that. Here's man, the thing. Hey, thank, thank you, Jake. Yeah. 
Just don't mistake the fu- the fake brick for a real brick. One day. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Trouble. Please don't. My, your mother in law will divorce you. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it's hard to nitpick a guy that was 23 of 32 for 287 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, sacked one time with a 138.9 rating. I know. I mean, <laughs> you're right. I, I know. And I mean, you can't expect him to be absolutely perfect. I know. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, there were just. You need a foam brick, Don. I do. I need that. <laughs> Can you imagine if Don had a foam brick? Oh, oh I don't know. We don't no. know. We don't want that. You know what I would need? I'd need like rotator cuff surgery. <laughs> TVs Overuse. are in play. Travis <laughs> is in play. Like <laughs> yeah, four dogs are in play. Man, everybody gets Everybody's pitched. in play. Everybody but Hadley. And then see, no, but then Baby Babs gonna start picking it up and launching oh, it. Oh, Baby people. Babs will throw that thing. Oh. Baby Babs stopped reading her book and went and yelled at the TV yesterday during the game. She yep. yelled at the TV? Yelled at the TV. Was was on the stairs reading her book, looked up, put her book down, went, I blah, 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 like she just speaks gibberish right yeah. now, at the TV, and then went back and sat on the stairs reading her book. I'm, I looked at Mr. Babs. I'm like, that's you. That's because of you. That's your fault. Was, uh... Was she upset about anything in particular? Like, did Tannehill miss a deep ball or something? uh, She went back to reading a book. Man, (laughs) that's two he's missed a Julio that could have been long touchdown passes. Man. Guess what, man? That one was hard to stomach. Yeah. mm -mm. Tannehill also, with Warren Moon, the only two franchise quarterbacks in this franchise that have gone 3,500 yards or more in consecutive seasons. That's a pretty good list. See, but that's – so – yeah. Hit it. This is why. <laughs> You're hesitating. Yeah, but this is this is why it's always a problem when we get in season with Tannehill, though. Because at the end of each season, you look at the numbers and you say, Yeah. Right. He blew it up. Like he's off the charts. He's top five in everything. Then you get to the season and you start watching him with your eyes, and all of a sudden he can't hit ten, uh, Julio. Like, put the game away. Wide open down the field. That would have been 28 to nothing. I mean, wide open in the NFL. See, and I love that play call by Downing to go ahead. Let's just. Let's get it over with. Slit their neck right now. Yeah. (laughs) Like the chicken that's from earlier. I mean, that's a little graphic. Well, it's not because it would have been 28 nothing. They would have got it out of the way. And their head would have been lopped off their collective body and rolling down the field. That's different. So So why do you get there? So there's another, uh, along these same lines, Mm -hmm. Slay, of of conversation. Yes. Uh, Teron Davenport tweeted something that kind of plays into that. Okay. And uh, and it has to do with Todd Downing because there's been a lot of criticism on some certain games and play calling with Todd Downing as OC, right? So Mm -hmm. Teron, who does a great job, but he tweeted this, say what you may about Todd Downing. But the Titans finished in the top 10 in third down and red zone and tops in goal to go this season. They were without Derrick Henry for nine games, Julio Jones for seven, A.J. Brown six. I call that rising above the hurdles more than struggling. So the numbers show success, but there are games where Titans fans walk away and question play calling at certain times in the game. Yeah. 
from their offense. And see, that's and what, that's a similar thing. I think the you, numbers that's are there, spot on. That's spot on, Babs. But the eyes show you something different at certain times. So Ryan Tannehill, sixth all-time leading passer in Oilers see, Titans go. franchise mm-hmm. history. He's been go. the quarterback for two and a half seasons. Come on, here yeah. you go. Um, his record is thirty and thirteen. That's to, pretty damn good. Yeah, to, to give really an example, good. Marcus Mariota, 29 and 32. Now, Mariota came when the Titans sucked and all those things. I'm just saying uh, to, to compare. There's Num- a very different roster. Number one all-time in completion percentage. Warren Moon was 57.9%. Ryan Tannehill, 67.3%. He's sixth all-time in yardage. Uh, he's tied for fifth all-time in touchdowns with Mariota. So Mariota in five years, Tannehill in two-plus years. 76 touchdown passes. So if I, if I put numbers with what I, what I, what they are supposed to represent and the success that's supposed to come with them, this is a no-brainer. He's perfect for it. With weapons, this... With weapons. This yeah. is okay. Yeah. This is okay. Well... Like, it's, it, it ain't no missing Julio when it count. Because the numbers don't say that. So if I'm doing the eye test, like, I can't... I cannot watch that and then walk away and say, somebody point out numbers to me. Because I'm yeah. like, dude, like. Here's what he is. He's the guy that can use the weapons around him. And, and we've talked really about Really well. This. Yeah. If you put him but, in that situation. But he's really not well. the guy that's like, okay, nothing's working. I'm going to go out there in the playoffs and throw for 420. Yeah. And he's not that guy. But he'll give and you a okay. play like that right. game-saving play right. yesterday. Okay, to, so, so to your point yeah. that you just spoke about, we can get back to it, then why is that not the conversation? Why would it be we need to give Downing co- props if it's him making the play? That was all him making that play. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that was a save the game. Because we, we can also go to when he hit Chester Rogers when he was supposed to be going to the end zone and it was a little quick. He audibled out and he hit Chester Rogers on a little quick out, maybe one, two step out. I guess that's, that's bad if that's the play call. I mean, it can't be both. <laughs> what if he had another? To your point, I, I, the offensive numbers either. have been been pretty good. Yeah, especially I, considering. I'm I'm with it. Is that especially so, considering? Especially considering. So, can they win the Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback? Yes. So it was. So they can was can it the it play calling they got it there? Can it be? Or was it the plugging? Can we all be right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I'll say yes. I think so. We're, we're yeah. all right. I think so. Well, we're all always so. all right. Yeah. 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 All right, back to the phones when we come back. 615-737-1045. Actually, Mike Key, the voice of the Titans, is going to join us next. So if you're on hold, hang He'll there. Right. And then Nick Westbrook, Akina, at the top of the hour. Uh, Chris Lowe will check in from Indianapolis to talk college football. That's coming up. And Buck Rising in the 5 o'clock hour. All that next, 3HL1045, The Zone. Moore back across to the left. Three receivers that way. Mills feeling heat. Sacked! Jeffrey Simmons, his first one since the New Orleans game. Eight and a half on the season. Uh, Kyle Pecco also had one in the last play of the first quarter, which presented a third and 12, which led to a screen pass, which led to Danico Autry chasing down a screen pass. Danico Autry, man. Uh, Over-under win total for the Tennessee Titans before the season? Nine. 
Hmm. Well, shattered. Alliterated. Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. You know him, you love him. Here he is. Mike, what's up? How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me. I I try not to think past things, um, but (laughs) one win in this city hosts an AFC championship game. Could you imagine? Sure, I can imagine. (laughs) I've imagined for many years. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you say that kind of flippantly, like it's happened 18 times. No, but I've, I mean, I've had the thought for years and years and years because um, I'm really, I'm really bullish on these fans right now. They have gotten back into a groove like they were in, say, 13, 14, 15 years ago. I'm seeing stuff out of them I haven't seen in a long time. Um, we saw it in the Miami game when the weather was bad, and yet mm-hmm. they were, you know, they stayed till the end because they were, they were wanting us to punish the Dolphins down the stretch. Uh, they were great in the second half of the San Francisco game, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but we've seen it through the course of the year. And I, and I know, you know, there was a lot of talk. There were a bunch of Buffalo fans here. There were a lot of Kansas City fans. And, you know, we know Nashville's a destination and people like to get in here. But I, I'm seeing Titans fans step up their game at a point where I think our home field advantage becomes even greater. We went 7-2 and two at home this year. And I, I think I think we're on the verge of something really special here. So you ask me, can I imagine it? Yes, sir, I can imagine What did it look like, uh, Titan fan-wise, uh, from the booth? Because uh, the, the, the tight shots around the lower bowl, there were tons of Titans fans. There were. There were absolutely. And on our plane home last night, it was all Titans fans. And, I mean, the, people, they were everywhere in the airport yesterday after the game. <laughs> and in the stadium, you could hear them. You could hear the chants. You could hear... Uh, different things in warm-ups. It was readily apparent that there were a bunch of Titans fans there. I have no idea what the breakdown is, but they certainly represented themselves well to the point that uh, when the game ended, Mike Vrabel, you know, gave him a gave him a fist of thank you uh, as he was headed over to shake hands with David Culley. He he wanted to let them know he knew they were there and he appreciated. It. Well, it's a lot easier to travel for the uh, last game of the season, especially now that you're going to be at home throughout the entire playoffs. Um, Mike, just just your take on, you know, just just watching the game at home, listening to you guys from a fan perspective, you know, uh, halftime, you feel pretty good. Start of the second half and you're you you kind of step back and think, OK, what what's going on here? What was your take on what happened to start the second half? Titans put it in neutral and couldn't get it out of neutral until midway through the fourth quarter. I think that's what happened on. Um, It felt like the Miami game again. I mean, they were, they were holding uh, the Texans by the shirt and just continually punching them in the face and the Texans couldn't do anything about it. And the assumption was that it was just going to continue. And so I think they put it in neutral and they they kind of slowed down a little bit, and you know the Texans always want to beat us. There's that relationship from years gone by. We certainly get it. And they got going, and their young quarterback's a good player, and suddenly they were rolling. And the Titans, you know, couldn't get the car back in gear very quickly. And, and you see it in every sport. You see it in basketball all the time. And you see it in a variety of sports when – 
when you go on cruise control and just assume that everything is sort of in the bag, and I'm, and I'm not saying mentally you do, but I think just as human beings, you allow yourself to let that happen, especially when it's gone that way for six straight quarters. You know, you've given up three points in six quarters and people can't move the ball on you. Suddenly it's like, yeah, we got this. I mean, you just, I mean, that, again, human nature. I think that's what happened. Yeah. And Mike, this was the anniversary, this game of the Music City Miracle, correct? This weekend was, yeah. Yeah, this weekend. So, um, wasn't something crazy supposed to happen? Wasn't Tannehill supposed <laughs> to do that? Like, I mean, you wasn't said it fitting? <laughs> it's not like he got hit in the backfield. You called it correctly. He was buried yeah. and got out of it. Yeah, he was on his back. And so from the angle that I could see, um, from from where I was, he was on him, and I could see him on his back. And, and I mean, he's going to crumble to the ground. And he did a McNair. Rhett Bryan called it. It was a McNair. Mm-hmm. He flipped him. He he totally, he, he just flipped him. And then had the presence of mind to roll to his right and throw to Westbrook Aquino, who was downfield in open space. It was uh, a phenomenal play. And I said it to Vrabel on the postgame. I think it's the, I think it's the play that represents our season. Yes. I think it's the one play that represents the whole year better than any other single play. Uh, it's hard. It's tough. But this team has it about it and is not going to quit. And, and that's Tannehill. And mm-hmm. when you've had some good quarterback play like we've had from him the last two and a half games, you're saying, you know what? I mean, he's done a pretty good job all year. But now that he's got some weapons and he's going to get another one back, um, I think it's exciting to see what he may be able to do. Yeah, I think I think people are starting to say things like what you just said. Sandy, who uh, has listened to this home forever, uh, wrote us during the break, and she said, I've been telling people all season 17 has a whole lot of nine in him. He just mm-hmm. keeps getting beat up and just bounces up and leads this team. He deserves way more credit than he gets. Hashtag, that's my QB. We'd have a lot of problems if we didn't have him. Yeah. Uh, if If he... If he wasn't one of the 10 guys who made it through the whole season and played in all 17 games, we wouldn't be here right now. His his numbers don't tell the story of what he's done for this football team. And, and you know, they've started to separate a little bit. You know, he's up to, you know, 21 touchdown passes now, and his quarterback rating started to go back up towards 90. And, you know, all of those interceptions from several weeks ago are – I don't want to say they're in the past, but they're they're certainly in the rearview mirror. But it, the the numbers don't tell the story of the things that he has done for this football team this year to keep things in the road and to keep giving this team a chance. Mike, let me let me hit you with this real quick. You know, I listen to games totally different now that I listen to you and Coach Mack. I just want to know. Thank you, Ron. I want to know, man, if you were to sit up high in the crow's nest. <laughs> and watch me and Coach Mack down in the dirt, and we were trying to let me get it right. Get them tied up like a goat. Yes. How would you? How would you? How would you call me and Coach Mack tying up a goat? That's what I want to know. 
You know, I don't really know. Um, when he, when he said when he said that and said something to the effect of "You've seen goat roping before," and I replied very honestly, "No, I, I, I really haven't. Uh, I'm not much of a goat rope fanatic. Um, although maybe I look like one. I don't know. Maybe I seem like that would be a, a real interest of mine. But it, it hasn't been." Doesn't appear that way to me, but Mike. Well, thank you, Mike. Your time, your time though, Mike, was impeccable because you let it breathe and then you hit him with tied like a goat. (laughs) (laughs) And Coach Mack went on to explain, yeah, you know, you know, you seen him tied up like a goat. No, Coach Mack, I ain't never seen a goat. (laughs) You know, there may be some people listening who haven't heard it. You probably ought to play it. Yeah, you got to get that. You got to get that. It's it's Coach Mack. It's uh. I don't know that it's one of his 10 greatest moments because he has 10 great moments every broadcast, but it's certainly, it's certainly one of his 10 greatest moments from yesterday's game. He was particularly on yesterday when he, when he returns to Texas and he gets to visit the original Nifas and have uh, the best Mexican food I've ever tasted on Saturday before the game. Uh, Coach Mack is uh, he's rolling and he was rolling yesterday. Hunk has it, I think. Do you have it? Enough for the first down. Thomas with the tackle. You got holding on A.J. They had A.J. wrapped up like a goat over there. <laughs> like a goat? Yeah, tied up like a goat. Tied up like, okay. Yeah, you ever been to Houston Rodeo? I have not. They have a goat tying. <laughs> a goat tying. Prior to the pass, holding defense number 25. There it is. A penalty's declined. Result of the play is the first down. A goat tie. Is that... Uh, <laughs> Is that a popular event? Yeah, you let the little kids rope goats. At the 32-yard line. <laughs> the ultimate like, broadcaster. You got to reset. You got to reset. I love it. Well, I just point out, and I think this is very important about this moment. I'm very interested. That's the whole thing. Yes, is oh, yeah. I, I yes, never, I'm never impolite to, to act as if I'm oh. not interested because I'm very interested. I've been to the Houston rodeo. I, I don't remember kids goat time, oh. but I guess that's a thing. They ride sheep, too. Uh, that's another thing. Maybe you could work that in. Dude. You could work that in on him and just totally flip the script. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. He he does his thing. I don't, I don't try to do his act. That's the whole thing. He does his act. I what little I do, oh. which is a lot of screaming and things of that sort. So well, we'll be listening to Coach Vrabel's show tonight. goat roping sure. and killing roosters. And yeah, Ford over rooster. All kinds. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to have something every week. I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's worth it. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's it worth is. It. There is no other broadcast like this one because of Dave McGinnis. That is definitely true. Oh. That is very well said. All right, the uh, Coach Vrabel show coming up tonight. Yes, yes, uh, Tweet us your questions at Titans Radio for the head coach. There you go. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Okay. See you guys. <laughs> right. Dude, that was it, man. I'm saying I, I, I say that to people. Like, oh. People be <laughs> Okay. People like you come across, they ask you what you do, and ah, we do a sports talk show. No one does a sports talk show like three. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what he just said about those mm-hmm. broadcasts, which both oh. things are true. All right. When we come back, Titans wide receiver Nick's Nick Westbrook oh. Akina next. W I.